0: The countdown's on MP. Damo, the biggest and best wellness summit ever is fast approaching. Don't miss out on the entertainment. The education. The edutainment that is the wellness summit. Featuring for the very first time at the summit, the Merrymaker sisters, Carla and Emma Pappas, and the 2013 bachelor himself, the incredible chiropractor and sharp mover, Mr. Tim Robards, Plus, all of your Wellness Couch favorites. And wait for it, demo! All 22 podcasts on the couch will be in attendance at the Summit. Wow. So take your digital Wellness Couch experience and make it a real-life one at the transformational, inspirational, sensational 16 hours of Powerhouse Wellness Summit at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. September 10 and 11. More information and tickets available at www.thewellnesssummit.com. Now, before you go, demo, there's a big competition on as of now. Every single person who registers before 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, August 14, goes into the draw to win a double pass to the inaugural 2016 Wellness Couch Awards Night. Amazing. You'll join the who's who of the Wellness Couch as we present for the very first time the best new podcast, most popular episode, most popular host, the best hair of course MP, most awkward moment, and many more sensational awards at this night of fun and wellness frivolity. But you must enroll, folks, by August 14. Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Meara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison.
1: Uh, up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith, and I got it right this week. (laughs) I'm Kim Morrison, (laughs) and we still don't have the girl. I know, I know, but she'll be with us again next week. She's got so much on her plate. I tell you what, that What's With Wheat documentary has Mm -hmm. gone off like a frog in a sock. I
2: know, she's just had it accepted into America, a distributor company. Did we mention this on a podcast? They've taken it. A hundred million homes is going to be witness to what's with wheat. Can you believe it? A hundred million. Are you (laughs) joking? I mean, no wonder she's not with us. I mean, people, are we already? Do we realise we're in the presence of greatness here?
1: A <laughs> hundred? Is there even that many
2: people on the planet? I don't know, but that's what she told me. Then, that's so what she said the other night when we did a screening. She said that it's been accepted by a distribution company in America that goes into a hundred million homes.
1: That's just pure insanity. I don't mm. even know. Oh my god. Oh my god. I am so going to have to get her to sign my boob when she comes back. <laughs> You poop. I nearly sit my butt. What <laughs> <laughs> planet are we on? <laughs> yeah, well, that's just the, you just that's just what you do. You just like you've got, you, you just got to bear it all and say sign this, and then I'll go and get a tattoo over the top of her signature. Oh, oh my I love it! God. I love it. That's fantastic news.
2: Yeah, so I'm sure even though our listeners, I know the feedback is that they love to have the three of us, we have to trust that that girl is with us in spirit. Oh, yeah. And she is always with us. She always asks about the podcast. She always checks in with what we talked about. She does listen to them afterwards, and she is very much a part of it. Just like all your comments that you post, we may not always answer every comment, but every single one of them is read, I can assure you.
1: Yeah, totally. So... So she's still doing screenings around
2: Australia, though, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, all over the place. She's got heaps coming on. I mean, yeah, she's just go to whatswithweek.com if you want to find out where she is and what she's doing. But, you know, to track that girl down and to have some space with her, I've been back a couple of weeks now, and I have seen her, for. and the time I saw her was at her screening. So we actually ended up being on the panel, and, and then we hugged each other, said goodbye, and she's been gone now another couple of weeks. So... Yeah, yeah, she's just going for it. But you know what? It's really important, the work she's doing. It's really important that people are really um, conscious of change makers and trailblazers like her. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I think the same of you, Karen, when I saw a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> How's you? You don't even tell us. Oh, I've just written a book. Um, <laughs> but, no, actually you don't even say I've written a book. It comes up on our Facebook feed that you've launched this amazing new ebook and I want you to share with us what it's about and what you've been doing because it's just it's just as mind-blowing and I can tell you listeners we have been telling this woman for a number of years that everybody wants a piece of her and wants more of her and we want more of her brilliance and more of her because we can't have Karen living with us next to us and I'm sure for those of you that have been following (laughs) us for a long time I don't know if you do what I do, but when I go into a situation of conflict, challenge, concern, worry, fear, whatever, I visualize Karen on my shoulder oh
1: dear. and I
2: always <laughs> visualize her saying, you know, is this the outcome you want? Or, you know, is this coming from a place of fear or love? Or um, is this your business, her business, or univ- you know, my business or universal business? And you have no idea the impact you have on mine and Cindy's lives, let alone everybody else. So... I want you to share with us what you're doing and this amazing new program that you've got coming. Oh, are we allowed to talk about it? <laughs> Sorry, I've just let the cat out of the bag.
1: Oh, you are priceless. Oh. No, oh. no, it's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> oh, bless your little heart, you sweet little thing. I'm so well, excited. But we have to talk about your trip too. So when I'm finished, you have to have your turn. All right. Because you've just done the most amazing trip through Paris and we all want to know about that. I love so. It. I'll give you a quick snapshot on mine. So I uh, <clears throat> I, I guess Kimmy's right, you know, like for the last, oh, goodness gracious, when I first started this business way back when, what, 11 years ago, I knew that I wanted to make a difference in the lives of people and I had this belief that it had to be around money otherwise no one would um, want to listen to anything that I had to say. So I had to create a message around business and I'd been in business my entire career and I'd run massive, massive businesses. So I figured, well, it's not like I don't know what I'm doing. I'll I'll deliver information around business, but then I'll, you know, sneak in a bit of mindset or I'll sneak in a bit of, you know, awareness and, and get people to start thinking about their lives a bit differently. And so I've done that. And then I, you know, over the years developed a program called Mindset Mastery, which most of you guys would know about. So I run that two or three times a year and, um, Kim and Cindy, I think, were probably the biggest advocates or catalysts for my change. Because, you know, I, I've always, since coming through Bali, I've I just dis, I discovered a side of life that if more of us knew about, our lives would be so much easier and our lives had would have so much more freedom. And I guess I was blessed in my experience of being blown up, if we can say it that way. I was blessed in my experience because I got to see humanity in a whole different light and I got to experience myself in a whole different light and what that ultimately looks like when everybody is experiencing the same thing. And it's as if all of our egos and all of our need to look good and to compete with each other and all of our separateness got blown up in the moment that the bomb went off and what was left was raw humanity it was a raw sense of of just pure oneness and connectedness and you know i still don't know if i and i'm never going to know whether when the bomb hit and i was blown backwards i don't know whether i was unconscious or whether i wasn't here anymore I actually don't know, but I do know that when I did open my eyes, I was experiencing life in a far more um, sensitive way. I was, I was more alive when I opened my eyes. I was more alive and, than, than I've ever been. And that sensation of pure aliveness and euphoria stayed with me for about four months until, you know, the world got hold of me again and then I became like everybody else, I guess, and, and, and normal. But I was in that almost, and it's a strange thing to say, but it was almost like a liquid, fluid sensation of euphoria. And Karen, can I just interrupt you? you yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think there was a possibility that you died? <clears throat> well, we don't know. Mm. we can't tell because of the nature of the brain de- <coughs> because of the nature of the brain damage that was that, that occurred during the explosion. We don't know. The doctors can't say they don't know. Um, and we, we, we don't know, and, and we don't know how long I was out for. so mm. I, 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 I really don't know, but I do know that I actually haven't had the language, much less the courage, I'll be really honest. I haven't had the courage or the language to talk about um, the real uh, sensation or the real experience that I had in Bali because, you know, afterwards it was just a memory and it was a reflection on it which made me depressed. It made me incredibly sad. I just heard a cat. Oh, yeah, she's sitting here. We're sitting here in the sun while we're
2: doing this podcast. It's the early morning sun on a Sunday, and oh. my cats just come out to say hello.
1: The muffin <laughs> That's the cutest sound in the world.
2: <laughs> she's a rat
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah,
2: yeah I've, so I've always wondered what you thought about and what happened to you in those moments. I always wondered oh. if you could ever voice it, and if you'd ever know. Like, seriously, do you ever know?
1: Well, I think... You know, this is really it's such an, a profound conversation to have and I'm so glad I'm having it with you. I can't think of anybody better to have this conversation with. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's been for so many years I've reflected back on the experience and I, 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 don't, I don't know that I've ever really given myself permission to reflect on it from... What it made me, what it made me become, mm. and i 'll give you a couple of reasons for that, I think now that i 'm where I am now, I can look back at it and I think I never wanted to be special. I never wanted to stand out i didn't want anybody to think that 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 I was up myself or that I was conceited or that I would be different because i'd been in the in the bomb blast, so i 've always um even though it was very much my experience, from that perspective of that it actually happened to me, which, which created me to become something, I never really allowed myself to venture into what it made me become. I always kept that at arm's distance because I never ever wanted to stand out. And I know that that sounds really bizarre considering the work that I do, but I've always wanted my work to be um, the standout. I never wanted it to be me personally. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I always felt a sense of, um, and I know this is, and I'm being really vulnerable and open with this here, I I felt a sense of almost shame and I felt a sense of um, embarrassment that I would be a center of attention because of that. I, I I never wanted that. I never, ever wanted that for myself. I never felt comfortable with that. <clears throat> and so I never really looked at how it changed me. I never looked at that. I never wanted to look at that. Or I guess I never gave myself permission to look at that because I never did up until now. Mm. And going back and reliving the experiences as I have done over the last, you know, sort of year reliving the experiences from the perspective of rather than what did I see about humanity, I've gone back and had a look and seen what did I see about myself, what did it create me to be, what did it, what did it really change in me and as a result of asking that question, it's opened up a whole new world for me that's incredibly um, humbling and incredibly inspiring Um, and it's, it's made me see that, you know, as much as I believe that our experiences happen on behalf of mankind, and I felt very compelled to share everything that I've, I could with everybody to try and help as many people as I possibly could. I think I've only just been ready to start helping myself. And, and when I say helping myself, I mean, you know, like obviously I've helped myself through the depression. I've helped myself through all of those sorts of things, of course. But now it's in terms of looking at what it actually represents to me. And I guess what I've gotten out of that is that, you know, as a result of really diving into what that was, what that experience truly felt like for me, it, it was a sensation of life that was effortless. <laughs> And I know that when we look at, when I talk about the Bali bombing experience and I talk about Greg's suicide, I, you know, people imagine that and they think, oh God, that could just be the worst thing in the world. And yes, of course it was. But at the times that it was happening, at the moments that it was occurring, I was coping. And I was also in a state of beyond coping, actually. I was in a state of, of incredible internal power. It was almost as if the me that exists here wasn't the me that existed then. And the me that existed then was like this superhuman creature that was living life effortlessly. And I could kick down doors effortlessly. I could break boards effortlessly. I could, I could have presence and awareness effortlessly. I could be with death effortlessly. I could experience pain effortlessly. And when I came home from Bali, seeing my family going through the operation and the brain injury and the, the uncertainty of, of, of my future, it was as if all of that came naturally and very effortlessly. I, I managed life effortlessly. And the more I've gone through the, I guess, pulling apart that actual experience to, decide, to, to decipher what that meant to me, the clearer I've become that there was an inspiration that's come. And inspiration really is, you know, um, to be inspired means to be in spirit. So there's been this spirit inside of me that's been there ever since and it's never left me and I just haven't spoken about it because um, I guess in on one hand... It, for everybody who listens to these podcasts, you all know, and for some of you who've said that I come from another planet, well, now I'm about to explain it. Yes, I do. <laughs> now I'm about to be in full confession. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> Give it to us.
1: <laughs> and I think it's – I'm finally, thanks to you and Ke- uh, you and Cindy, I think I finally have had the pushes that I've needed to um, – to, to to be fully, fully, in the state of, of of what I discovered when I was in Bali, rather than trying to oscillate between being in that state and then, um, and and then being this businesswoman that's teaching people about money and success and achievement because that's what people need and want. And then in the background, I sow the little seeds of what they really need spiritually and emotionally and and, and from a mindset perspective. And I think finally now it's like, you know, I, I, and I'm going to be really upfront. If I had to speak about business, I, I I I couldn't bear it. I honestly couldn't bear it. If somebody needed me to talk to them about business, I mean, I do have an inner circle that I work with and it's all very much about business, but it's all very much about who the person is, who the individual is, and are they coming from a place of oneness? Are they consciously aware? Are they effortless in their approach? And it's a very different way of doing business and it's a very different way of interacting. It's a very different way of doing love. It's a very different way of doing family. It's a very different way of doing food. It's a very different way of doing self. And
2: I think it's you teach how to be not how to do I mean anybody can learn the doing but you teach us how to be therefore the doing is is effortless in Mm. the way that we approach it and I think that's a level that people do not talk about in business that's a level that people do not talk about with eating or fitness or anything and it's the people that tap into that what drives us what is the core reason what is the the truth, the essence of what it is to be you and what's your drivers or what is the reason for your being, that's when I've noticed things change and become more effortless. And I love, you know, Karen, you are you are a one-off. There's not many that teach the way you teach. And I think for us, and I, could, I can honestly say this with a bit of a tear in my eye to oh. hear you talking like this, to hear you hearing what we've all been craving, and for to hear you putting it into action for us is is the missing link. It's been the piece that's, you know, that for all of us on the soul journey, none of us have experienced what you have um, to that level, and you've been faced with things that most of us would fear, but out of that you've now realized how much all of us are craving that. That's I mean, without knowing that truth, without understanding what it is to be in truly in spirit, to tr- like you really think about those words in spirit is to be really at one. And if you can show us how to do that, if you can teach us how to get there, well, I reckon we're all got our pens ready, up, <laughs> our our fingers poised, <laughs> ready to sign up. <laughs> you got us.
1: Well, I guess, uh, and forgive me, sniffing. Oh, my goodness, that was terrible. Oh. <laughs> I think, um, <coughs> oh, goodness gracious me, I'm such. I'm so bloody soft, aren't I? Um, I think that it's, you know, and I'm so grateful to you and Cindy because, you know, I look up to both of you so... Um, so intensely and when you guys talk to me the way that you do it kind of it it really makes me look at myself differently and it really really makes me look at everything differently because you totally get me you know you totally understand how deep I run or how crazy I am or whatever you guys are totally there and it's just that just really gave me permission to dive in and to go and see what was there. And as a result of it, I, I put together a book called Inspired from the Inside Out because I really wanted to be able to articulate what this all was and I, w- I wanted to be able to expand on what I experienced. And even though I haven't um, released the part of the book yet that talks about the actual experience we know of, of, of Bali from this perspective, um, I released... Uh, the first part of Inspired from the Inside Out 24 hours ago. And we've had over 2,000 people download it. And I recorded a meditation to go with it called the Self-Love Meditation. And the website that holds that meditation is Audio Acrobat, and it's crashed eight times because they just simply can't cope with the load on it. And so I've got to find another way to host that <laughs> that meditation because it's you know it's, it's it's gone absolutely nuts and I've only just put it onto Facebook so <laughs> I haven't really done a else. sign, I don't know what is well I tell you Kimmy it's it's been so um it's been so encouraging to look at it and to watch that I I I, I didn't expect it I really didn't I didn't expect it and I feel like um I feel very I feel very very humbled and you know i i've got a i've got a program that i put together that's really you know how you and i did the essential miracle not so long yeah, ago we had such I an incredible that. result from that mm-hmm. um we had a waiting list to go to that program i mean it's just you know and obviously we've so need to do another one of those yeah um and and, and as a result i kind of thought well you know there's a there's a there's a program in this where i've put together seven online sessions, which a person can consume in their own space and time. So, you know, it's, it's not over seven weeks or anything. If you can do seven in a day, go for it. So it's seven online sessions. And um, the first one is um, effortless awareness. Because I figured it's really, you know, about bringing people's attention to their awareness inside of themselves. Because our control of the outside world comes from being aware of what's going on in the inside world but most of us are very unconscious of that so if we can start to turn on our awareness of what's going on on the inside world if we can switch it on like a television turn it on and start watching what's happening on the inside world then we've got control then we've got a say and then we're truly in the driver's seat Mm. but if we're just oblivious and we're just letting life happen randomly because we wake up brush our teeth go to work come home make dinner go to bed if that's life then there's no say and there's no control, and that's a really miserable way to live. And so many people are getting to the end of their days and not being fulfilled. So I've started with that, and then session two is effortless love. So it's really understanding what true love is. And true love is not generated by another human being. In fact, true love is generated from us. Because if we have a look inside, if we take that awareness and we go and look inside and we say, Well, Where is love? Where does it live? Love lives inside of me. And when I hold my dogs, I'm holding the dogs, but where is the love for the dog? Where is that living? That's living inside of me. And when I hug Matt and I get that beautiful, warm sense of love, where is that occurring? That's actually occurring in me. I am generating that sensation. Matt's just standing there while I give him a hug. He's not generating it. I'm generating it. So love is not a, a sensation that requires external stimulation. Love is actually internally generated. And a person can leave like Matt, you know, not that it was ever going to happen, but say, for example, if Matt did leave, I'm the one who generates the love. Just because he leaves doesn't mean he takes my ability to generate love with him. So it puts a whole other slant on the, the, the nature of love, what love is, and how love is actually limitless. Love doesn't require boundaries, expectations. It doesn't require that it conforms to certain rules and regulations. Whereas the love that we traditionally know, love is very much about expectations. If you cheat on me, I'll withdraw my love. If you lie to me, I'll withdraw my love. If you uh, ignore me, I'll withdraw my love. If you don't pay attention to me in a certain way, I'll withdraw my love. So that's very conditional and that's not love because love is actually unconditional and love is generated from the self. It's from the inside out. So in session two, we talk about effortless love where relationships with children, with family, with significant partners, with animals, with everything and with self becomes an effortless process because it's not reliant on external influences it's only reliant on internal generation which is a whole other way to look at it and then session three is effortless money um, and that's you know how to create relationships with money that lasts because if we have a relationship with a human being the way that we have relationships with money no human being would tolerate it And <laughs> needness and desperation and grabbing and constant worry and anxiety you know if if you took all of those emotions and applied that to your significant other they would not stick around for very long and money is simply just a relationship it's an energetic exchange and yes it has a tangible result so does a relationship it's an energetic exchange so if you think about your significant other it's an energetic exchange between two human beings and has a tangible result of a human being actually staying within your, within your um, vicinity So we really want to change our relationships with money so that money can be something that can stay with us and last but can come and go. So given that money is the number one issue on most people's minds, I think that um, lesson three is probably going to be the one of the most profound and have the biggest impacts. Lesson four is effortless health. So again, it's about looking at ourselves as a holistic being rather than looking at ourselves in parts. And to be able to create harmony holistically from the mind and the body and to look at where the source of health and wellness comes from then we're able to um, take more control and have more say and that's really where I dive deep into some of the eastern philosophies that restores the body to a condition of lean light agile and unified whereas what we were talking about even in last week's podcast Kimmy about that war within you know we got a war with our fat bum we got a war with our Saggy boobs, we go to war with our wrinkles, we go to war with our limp hair, (laughs) all those sorts of things. Hmm. Yeah. So it's ending that. that. And then lesson five is about purpose. You know, as humans, we love to feel like we've got a meaning and a purpose to being here. Otherwise, what's the point, hey? So it's really about being able to get deep into figuring out The nature of purpose and one of the things that I always say to people is that you know traditionally we think of our lives as we have to have a purpose in order to be happy but in actual fact if we have happiness then everything becomes purposeful (laughs) so it really changes the dynamic of what we are in pursuit of and lesson five is really going to dive deep into that lesson six is effortless family and it's about you know um, creating that harmony When there are conflicting priorities and conflicting personalities and there's puberty um, and there's all of those issues and that's really where we look at, um, you know, for parenting and for families. It's about how to do that effortlessly through love and freedom and understanding Byron Katie's work there. I talk a lot about that in Universal Business, My Business and Your Business. And then Lesson 7, which is the final one, is Effortless Expansion. So it's really about... Um, understanding that the the power that beats our heart and breathes us is actually coursing through our veins on a day-to-day basis and being able to transform our world from outside in to inside out creates a whole new source of inspiration and creativity. So Lesson 7 is really um, taking all of the lessons and having an implementation plan having a way of actually making it come to life inside of your life so that it's not just talk, it's actually action. And each of the lessons has its own implementation strategy and plan so that, you know, it becomes something that people can actually work with. And then over and above the lessons, we've got a two-day luxury retreat that's included in the program. And that luxury retreat, the first one is going to be in September. It's the 22nd and 23rd of September. It's at Mulaney. It Spices Tamarind. And that's two days of intense immersion into enlightenment, um, philosophical discussion of, of of the self. We're doing yoga. We're looking at internal harmony. We're looking at external harmony. We're looking at all the areas of life that we are responsible for and how we can create lasting change and accelerated change by really um, – being with the self effortlessly. So I'm excited. I'm so, so, so excited because it's, it feels so right and it feels like it's just the perfect time to to do this for myself, actually. Oh, I tell you, it is so. It's not
2: only the perfect time for you, it's the perfect time for us. And I think everybody's been waiting for you to to really release something of this caliber. And I can honestly say I have probably never been more excited about something you've released than what this is because when you are singing in your true core purpose and what you will put on this planet to do and what you went through, you're going to show us stuff. I know it. We've we've already had conversations. We've got insights into who you are. But this to me is when you take your level of passion, interest, love, and vibration to another level that I'm sure you yourself have been surprised with what's come out. Is that is that really what happens? As you've developed this, that the more you've you've written it, obviously it's come quite effortlessly. No pun intended. <laughs> um, but it's also does it does it kind of blow your mind at the same time? That's another pun um, for for what it's done to you personally.
1: <coughs> you know, I, I I've got to say it has it has like putting all of the information together and writing the programs. Honestly, I I've it's almost. Ah, sounds so strange to say it. But as I've been writing the content and writing the book and putting the program together, I sit here and I think, where did I just go? Where did I just go? And the only thing that really brings me back is I've either got to go to the toilet or I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Truthfully. Otherwise, and when I go to the toilet, I sit on the toilet and I go, where have I just been? Where did I go? Because I truly, I just... I, 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 and then I look at what I've written and I think, no way, no way, did I, no way. I didn't know that. No, I really did. I just write. <laughs> so I found I found it be, to be quite. Um, yeah, I have. I, I found it to be mind blowing for sure. But again, effortless. And it, when I came up with the name effortless self, it was it, that came effortlessly. There was no, you know, um throwing different names around that was just almost straight away it was there and i thought it's just it, it 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 does blow my mind it does surprise me out of sight totally yes and it feels amazing i feel like i feel like it's so ready i'm it's so the right time and i'm so grateful for my past and i'm so grateful for everything that i've done up until now and that i'll continue to do and i'm so grateful for where this is going to go because the vision is incredibly clear as to where this is leading and and what it will um, expand into and you know 2017 look out is it it's off the chain it's already off the chain and I think you know you know what it's like Kimmy you know when you really hit your strides and you feel like you've just you've you've taken the next step and it doesn't mean that all the steps before were wrong they were actually right they were just steps on the way and this is just obviously another step on the way to the next thing but it's you know you you know when you find your thing and yeah. you and you're totally immersed in it and you're totally lost in it i mean there's just there's just nothing more awesome so oh, i think i
2: tell you you're so right and that's probably the key really even I think before clarity, often there's confusion. Yeah, yeah. And and I think we try to avoid that confusion period in our lives or I know for me another way of saying confusion is overwhelm or absolute um, out of balance or whatever it looks like. And, it, and I'm not talking about becoming some incredible entrepreneur or that you have to have a business to feel these. You can feel it as a dad, as a mum, as a friend. You can feel it as a... Um, You know, a a teacher, there's it doesn't matter what our role is, that confusion, that absolute overwhelm is within each of us. Mm -hmm. But I think what you've taught me is to it's not so much stop that or try and work, try and work through it, or you hear the language, work through it. It's not that actually. I think what you're saying or what I'm hearing is. Is just be with it and yeah. and allow the confusion and the disruption to be there because that's part of moving to the next level. Without it, I mean, how does I've always thought that when I'm a, when I watch a doctor or when I, when Taylor had that leg problem and she was in, in hospital for three days and I was talking to the doctor afterwards, oh, yeah. how do they learn that stuff? Like, surely there must be confusion around their first pap smear, <laughs> oh, <dear laughs> or me. first operation that they do that they're in control. There must be huge fear and. But, but how do you get to the next level of awareness without mm-hmm. giving it a shot or being um, learning everything you can or understanding the confusion as part of the process and then they do it so effortlessly so I love it I am so excited I am genuinely um, I don't know it's like I need to go away to France more often because magic <laughs> occurred while I was away man um, <laughs> well I just if you no, got a, if
1: you go to France again I am coming with you. You are not going there without me. Let me just say oh that God. right now.
2: Oh, I think we need to take a retreat. to the. I uh, just, Ooh, I think we are going to go there for we? for a chat. It's just the have most we? phenomenal place.
1: So tell us all about that. Tell us about your trip because you went. Tell us why you went and, and all of that. Fill us in. I mean, the photos well, looked think, amazing.
2: I think what you've been talking about is, a, is an incredible Prelude to it, really. I mean, I've worked all my life in the field of essential oils, and you know, from the age of nineteen when I was first introduced to it, and I heard about the lavender fields in Provence, and I heard about um, the farmers and the clary sage fields, and uh, I, you know, from the age of nineteen, I've dreamed of of one day standing in them. I'd seen photos way back in the late eighties of what that looked like, and rose, of course, and and I've always dreamed of being there, and the opportunity has never arisen. And funnily enough, you know, in the last few few months or probably within the last year, it became quite effortless, Ooh, if I can say I it, it, in creating the opportunity. So, you know, for people that want to do something like this, like it's every July um, and it's put on through a company called Aroma Tours and we will get Robbie on at some point. They're just amazing, Robbie and Jim. And, and I put it out there. I mean, I went to do it six years ago and paid my deposit. And for whatever reasons, um, Fleur had to return to New Zealand. There was lots of things that stopped it and it did not feel oh. effortless. So I actually pulled out of it. But this time, not only was it effortless, but it was incredibly aligned that everything fell into place. So I can honestly say to you, standing When I first saw the lavender fields, and it was just a sea of purple. It was just a sea. You could not see anything other than this amazing lavendula augustifolia in full bloom and full view. It took my breath away. And in fact, every one of us just went completely quiet. And what was fascinating in the stillness of our awe of the moment was all we could hear, and everyone was in hysterics because I turned around and went, oh, my gosh, listening to the huzzing of the bees, and, um, which was a cross between the hum and the buzz, and I didn't realise I'd made up a word, Karen um, Smith, <laughs> called huzzing, and I still think about it now. Even when I say the word, I'm, I'm right there. Now,
1: okay.
2: I will admit that the morning before, I'd got up and gone for a run, and I was actually talking. I then rang my beautiful mother-in-law, Um, another podcast if any of you ever want to hear that one was Sandy Morrison and she's just a beautiful soul and she was at home looking after and helping my teenage children and So she rang about something, and and I rang her at the top of this hill, and I said, oh, my gosh, I'm standing in this little small field of lavender, and I sent her a photo of what I was standing in, and it was a typical Uh provincial or provincial-looking house, and there was no noise. I saw a fox go running across the the, the little courtway, sorry, the the roadway, and then I looked across a little field over, and there were these two little bunny rabbits hopping around in the bunny fields, and I just stood there and went, there was not one sound except the the huzzing of the bees, this mm. little fox trotting off down the road, and these little bunny rabbits flying around in the fields. They seriously were just hopping around having a field day in the, in the lavender field. Anyway, this was just a very small lavender field, and yet I felt this incredible majesty of the moment. And there was no, everyone was asleep. I got up really early, it was while the sun was rising. And I just I was I cannot explain to you the feeling of being in this moment and I was very mindful of being very present in that moment because it was a moment I dreamed of since I was nineteen. So here I was just looking around and I could smell the lavender. However, the buzzing and the sound of the bees as I got close to the lavender to take a photo after I'd gotten off the phone from beautiful Sandy, I got I got a bit afraid. I got afraid of the bees, so I didn't go any closer. It was that loud. And there were so many, like I'm talking probably millions of bees. So anyway, I didn't go into the lavender at that point because I thought there's too many bees and I had a fear of being stung. So now fast forward to the next day in the afternoon with the setting sun, and we were driving up into this beautiful Le Jardin, the gardens of of Provence, but before we got there we were driving through uh, squillions of fields of lavender in this particular big field where we all got out, and again in this moment of stillness. I was a bit worried about the bees. And I turn around, and there's Robbie and Jim in the middle. They've walked right up through the middle of the lavender where you can't see anything, but they're from above their their mid-thigh. You can't see anything. And I thought, they're going to get stung. They're going to get stung. And what was fascinating is when you actually, in the photos I did post of being in the lavender, when you go into amongst the lavender, the bees don't give a hoot about you, if anything, they move around you. They buzz around you. They are so drunk on the nectar of the lavender and so preoccupied and so driven by getting more nectar, they could not give a hoot about you sitting there. So is that I, right? No, I'm not kidding. And I literally sat down with bees buzzing around my head and flying over me and around me. I had a skirt on. Not one of them went up my skirt. I was so worried that I'd be stung by a million bees. And there was nothing. Talk about um, seeing nature it. at its best. She, w- they were so focused on the beautiful nectar of these bees that it was just. Uh, sorry, of, of the of the flower of the lavender that they were not interested in whoever was there, and they just casually bumped around you. And so, yeah, it was. <sighs> So there was a, another funny little meme that bees sting, you know, like, of course they probably would if they were under attack, but why would they feel under attack in a sea of lavender? And it was just beautiful. It was
1: nice. Goodness, I do I can't, almost
2: can't wrap my head around that. No, and honestly, and to to be amongst the lavender, which is the really bright, bright purple flower, and the lavender, which is the um, the, it's not quite as intense and as vibrant looking as the lavender, but it's just as magnificent. Um, it was amazing to be there, and and then we had the experience of going to a distillery where we get our lavender from. And for me, I, it may not sound that exciting to anybody else. In fact, when I tell people, it's like, oh, okay, cool, that's really interesting. Oh. Like, yeah. um, but, but for me to stand there and watch the crop of lavender, to see the flower into the big distilling unit, and then for us to walk down the stairs. And so there's all the steam distillation occurring, and the smell is not the sweet lavender that you smell. The smell is the smell of the lavender water actually. If you've ever smelt my rose water, it smells different to the rose oil. And it's the rose water, the lavender water, the Clary Sage water. It's the water is what the smell is. So it's quite a raw, earthy, dusty kind of smell. It's sweet but, but raw, if that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, we then we're standing there looking at all the steam come out of the top of this unit and then he the farmer took us down underneath where all the big distilling units were and as we stood there and watched lavender and water come out of the unit and into the jar and then he picked some out into this little florentine flask and he's holding it and then you just watch the water separate from the lavender in this kind of almost um oh, very goosebumps. oh very pale nougat it's almost like the color of cisterine that's cist- Sustain that beautiful um crystal that, that color lavender just appears and it just you just watch the separation of the two fluids and then and then he gets us to smell it and we're standing there oh look I, I'm grinning here sitting there like I could not stop grinning the oh. whole time I was there I was grinning from ear to ear just to to actually see the magic unfold of what what it takes to have lavender and And lavender is one of the most easily grown and highest yielding plants. So you can understand when we go into things like rosewood and rose and um, sandalwood that it's even more precious because it's not as easily extracted and it's not as easily available. Um, And then to be, you know, I've always known it to be the case that the essential oil world is very adulterated. But for him to stand there and say 75% of lavender is actually adulterated, And 75% of the industry is adulterated. It just made me, oh my, it made me even more vigilant around the importance of me providing high quality, very pure organic essential oils or wild harvested oils that may not necessarily have the organic certification because these farmers are small. They're not, we're not talking you know, millions of acres of fields of these crops. Some of these farmers only have, you know, a hectare or yeah. a couple of hectares of plants. So why they don't have the money to get the organic certification or to go through the process, but they are what we call wild harvested. So they're not um, certified but they're all they're grown as if they were organically certified and that gave me a very strong distinction because I realized my judgment around organic was that it was the best and yet wild harvested were just as beautiful and just as powerful on the planet and particularly for where we get some of our oils our organic and our wild harvested oils they are from very small places and I don't know it has it just warmed my heart it felt so precious to be in the environment of talking about I talk so much about essential oils and what they do and their importance and their amazing um, properties and characteristics but to actually watch a farmer standing there so proud and I'm not kidding then to walk into his shop and all you see everything lavender. I didn't realise you could get lavender lollies. I bought us back lavender lollies. I didn't realise you can get lavender honey and, oh, my God, you want to taste lavender honey. Now, I don't eat wheat and I don't eat eat any of that, but in France I ate croissants and we put a little bit of lavender honey on these croissants. Now, having then been in the land of all the huzzing, and watching Mm -hmm. these beautiful bees with the law of procession, all they're doing is drinking nectar but seeing their cross-pollination and ability and then to taste lavender honey – oh but we weren't allowed to bring lavender honey back Mm. into Australia so I couldn't bring it back so I've just got that to savor. but yeah to be honest with you for me to drop out of the world of selling essential oils and teaching essential oils and to actually just be with essential oils was probably one of the most I don't know uh, just the fact that I've dreamed of it since 19 I just I I I really would encourage anybody if you want to experience that go on to the Aroma Tours website, lock it in, and and maybe we, as up for a chat, could do the one of our tours up there. We're talking about going to France in in a couple of years' times that we add on this week long experience with Robbie and Jim and just go to to really fully embrace because you get to you get taught all about essentials. I learned all about Ayurvedic skincare. I learned all about uh, medical aromatherapy. Honestly, I studied for seven days from seven in the morning till probably seven or eight at night and. I just had my tank totally filled oh, if that makes sense
1: <laughs> oh, it, And the photos that you sent back were just breathtaking.
2: Oh I know I know right oh. you just and on top of that, how's this? I did a, a photo shoot in in France so I did a photo shoot in Paris oh, where stop. I I know and the, and and you could just see the joy in all my photos it was so funny she's like you're the happiest person I've ever photographed I'm like oh my god if you could just know if you just know I'm such a pig and poo you know and I always <laughs> tell people if you've got a bucket list like I've had that on my bucket list since 19 I'm now 47 you know don't give up on your dream it doesn't have to happen tomorrow but put it out there if this is something that lights you up or if you want to do one of um you know Cindy's program or Karen's program my program but you go oh my gosh I haven't got the money or the time to do it you put it on your vision board I've had a picture of the Eiffel Tower in my bucket list vision board and my book for years and I've had pictures of lavender there's always a picture of lavender and roses in any of my um dream boards or manifestation journals I always have them there and I think then when it really does happen that that real sense, and I and I'm gonna go back to what you were talking about. It truly is effortless, Karen. It is it is effortless to be in it, it is effortless to find the money, it is effortless to find the time, it is if everything flows in a truly effortless way. And even eating wheat, a croissant every oh, couple of yeah. days in France. I did not have digestion issues. Nice. I did not have a sense. And you know what? I came back after drinking rosé every day and croissants and pastries and <laughs> um, like not heaps and over the top. I wasn't stupid, of course, but I loved every mouthful. To come back and I go, oh, now is going to be the telltale. I stood on the scales not one gram oh, had wow. I put on weight. So, you know, even that in itself is effortless. When you're not worried about i don't know if that makes sense but if you're not worried about you're just in the moment of enjoying the true joy of the moment then that in itself i think plays beautifully with your body's harmony and and your health and your purpose i mean i got every time you were talking about those steps in your program i went oh actually you know what this is gonna sound really bizarre i nailed all several it all seven of them in a precise moment in the lavender field I feel like (laughs) all seven of those felt very effortless I felt expanded I felt my health was truly with it I really missed my family but I had a sense of joy and pride around my family and what it meant to be a mum and all the roles that I play my purpose never felt stronger Kaz sitting in those fields I never felt it more stronger my health obviously showed it Um, from a money perspective you not going to believe what i can't share it with you all right now but i had an email while i was there from one of my greatest gurus in the aromatherapy field asking to work with me and to do a program together
0: in the middle
2: of while being in provence and i had beautiful connectedness with love and obviously the awareness of presence of that it you know you've nailed it and that's why i've got goosebumps goosebumps throughout this whole podcast because i'm hoping that even though People listening to this may not be an aromatherapist. They may not be someone who's been blown up in a bomb, for God's sake. Mm. But the the essence of what we're saying so relates to any area of your life and at any time in your life you can have this feeling of effortlessness if you just surrender and ask for the moment of stillness to really capture it. And sometimes that means you've got to do a program. You know, I truly believe the art of self-love comes and starts with the art of self-awareness. And through having self-awareness, we can then have self-respect because when we have respect of that awareness, then what flows from there is self-discipline and with the self-discipline that might mean that you do a program or you you investigate and invest your time and money into people that are going to lead you on that path to getting you to the right place because with self-discipline some comes self-control and when we have the self-control of when to eat certain things or when to do certain things or how to be in certain ways well that self-control that that totally Keep leads back, leading back to self-respect and from self-respect comes self-love and um, and through the art of self-care, doing mo- moments of care for yourself and others, serving others, serving yourself. I mean, it might sound a little bit all over the place, but it no, just came to either. me, all of those processes. It really does start with that awareness of what you're talking about and the effortlessness flows easily. So it was beautiful, baby. I just, I had a ball. I can't wait to share it. We've got a graduation coming up. I've got my weekend workshop, which is completely sold out with 115 people oh, coming that's to amazing. it. I know it's coming. When this goes to air, we'll be oh just about God. to launch that. It's completely sold out. And I will be sharing my love, my journey around um, my discovery to, to lavender and you know, I think it's just a conduit. It's just a, a tool for me to express all the things you've talked about. That's why I love essential oils. They are the t- for me to really talk about all the underlying things for you business and money has always been the tool but underneath it mm. is the real core of what we're about and I know for Cindy you said it you've seen it you know it that yes she's done a documentary on what's with wheat but really her true law of possession, the true core purpose of that is to have a healthier nation for generations to come it just happens to be wheat is the topic mm. don't you agree
1: oh absolutely and you know everything is just part of the huge big offering that everybody offers anyway you know like it's not just like you know with cindy it's not just wheat with you it's not just lavender it's 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 part of it's one part of everything you know uh, I'm, I'm 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 just so uh I've, you know i actually feel quite blessed out
2: <laughs> me too, me too.
1: <laughs> and I'm sitting here sniffing my lavender I bought
2: back from France oh. and I'm just honestly it is the most beautiful lavender fine lavandula augustifolia it's just the most beautiful amazing and I watched it being extracted so there you go oh. so for our customers the people that follow I've, I've been to where my, my lavender comes from I'm so
1: proud now I actually I'm just looking up online here because you said something that's just reminded me of something. I buy my honey mm-hmm. from France. Really? I do. And I'm just looking up the website now. Surveyur so, oh, De jour. So, uh, I'm just gonna try and get it. Uh, yeah, here it is. Oh, Kimmy, wait till you see it. It's S A V E U R, and then D U J O U R. Savoir du How
2: do you spell it here? S E A V. S A V. S A V.
1: E U R. Yeah. D U dot J- oh, yes, yes. com And um, you go to the foods, French gourmet, Italian, Provence. Everyone's
2: in the car now wanting to pull over. I know. <laughs> They're going to be Googling it. Oh, my God, so there's a picture of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yes. Oh, that looks amazing. Well, there's the way to get your honey in. Yes. Yeah, so and I look, just... there's, there's even a page there on Provence. So you'll get soaps and lavender gifts and sprays. There's beautiful linen sprays you can get. There's just so many magical things
1: you can get from Provence. It's amazing. You guys are going to love it. Oh. Uh, so And I've just typed in lavender honey in the little search bar there. Yeah. And... The, um, there's a lavender honey with a little green, cute little green piece of cloth over the top of it. Oh, and yeah, the, perfect. And that is what I get. And I also get the um, rosemary honey next to it. And there's an orange one as well. Oh. Um, yeah. And I get them from, I get them from there. How fabulous. I know. Yeah, I know, you right? Them, you can't bring them back in the country. It's just, I no. don't, but you can buy them through this mob, so yeah perfect fabulous oh my love what a what a sumptuous podcast this has been I know,
2: Ow. I know. Oh, look, you're not going to believe it too. And I bought back, I ordered these amazing macaroons. Now, I don't oh. even eat macaroons, but I oh. ate them over there. I had one over there at the, in Champs-Élysées in Paris at a place called La Dorie, which is the most beautiful. Oh, For people that have been there, it is stunning. Anyway, I ordered um, 20 of them to come home for my family, and yeah. you should have tasted Oh, oh. my gosh. The French Stop. know how to do pastries and sweets, I'm telling you, because they're not overly sweet. But my goodness, they don't do great coffee. I will say. Uh, however, no, not that great. But fabulous however,
1: red wine. Oh, fabulous. and the
2: rosé. Oh my gosh! Yes, so it was a beautiful trip, and so ties in perfectly with where we're both at. So, yeah, you wait. Watch the space with what's coming out of this. I tell you what. Oh, oh I can't wait!
1: So excited!
2: So excited!
1: I can't wait. When is your um, when's your retreat? When's your two day retreat on? Uh, the
2: twelfth to the fourteenth of August so and, that's, and that's,
1: that's sold out now though
2: totally sold it sold out three months ago can i it's the first time okay. in a long time i've had such a big thing that's sold out so quickly and so fast so you know people like you karen that's they're amazing. ready they want to learn about self-love self-care effortless mm. effortless self they want to know how to do this so that we can get on to do the things that we were destined to do and that mm. is to be a great mom a great business person a great teacher a great parent a great grandparent whatever it is mm. whatever our core purpose it is time it is time for us to step into that and stop making excuses and saying it's too hard don't have time don't have money and putting it out there just by putting it out there and giving yourself those goals those opportunities has it happened so for people that have been asking me about this trip to if you wanted to do it next year through a rum tours I'm like go and pay the deposit Go and put your money down. Put your money where your mouth is Mm. and now you've got a year to work towards it. Go and do it. Mm. Or if you wanted to do, I mean, even if people can't come to your program or my program coming up in
1: September, when's the Effortless Self again? September. It's the 22nd and 23rd of September but I will be delivering the Effortless Self at least three times a year.
2: There you go. So there's
1: already dates for March and then again in August. So it's, it's also that thing
2: of desperation, not feeling like you're going to miss out that the right time will come at the right place for mm, you. Mm. So I just think put it out there, put a line in the sand, say that's what you're going to do and go for it. And, mm. and, you know, I just, I truly believe that's the way for us to achieve all, not out of desperation or feeling like there's not enough or lack. But if you go into the true effortless self, it will happen when it's meant to happen. You just got to draw the line in the sand as to when you'd like that to
1: look like happening. Oh, dear, I aren't you amazing? <gasps> oh, we've had a ball, haven't we? Oh, For... this has been the best podcast.
2: <laughs> I know, I love it, I love it. And I know that Cindy sends her love. She's, got so, she's interviewing all sorts of people at the moment. So yeah. in her effortless way, she's out there absolutely changing the world as we speak. <laughs> and no doubt when she gets back, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Hang in there, team. She'll be worth listening to in, a, in another week.
1: Oh, totally. Well, for me, this has been a real um, cup filler opera, this mm. podcast. I feel totally blissed out, and totally awesome. I just want to go and sniff some lavender now, so that's yeah. exactly what I'm going to go do. Pour that all over yeah. me, be a lush, oh. maybe a
2: lush. Lavender lush was my hashtag.
1: Oh, hashtag yeah.
2: lavender lush. I want to see that on, our, on any comments on our Facebook page. Hashtag lavender lush if you think you're one.
1: Ah. Kimmy, you know what? You need a T-shirt. I, that I know That has lavender right. lush on the pocket <laughs> and then 28 on the back. Yes. you're not wrong you're not wrong I love,
2: that. <laughs> I love it thank you sweetie
1: oh thank you beautiful this has been amazing for all of our listeners we hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast as much as the beautiful kimmy and i have go to our facebook page be 11 Lush, all the she- w's dot facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and tell us about your amazing adventures tell us about the things that really light you up And if you've got any questions for Kim or any questions for me, this is your time to get them answered. We are going to be on that Facebook page and interacting with you. So go ahead and do it. Don't hold back. Nothing is off limits. Just go ahead and ask any questions you want to about today's podcast. You can also go to w's.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat and post your comments there. It's been an amazing podcast. Hopefully you guys have loved it. Join us here next week. Same time, same station, on up for a chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world as a lavender lush. Love it. I love you.
0: This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.